but I went back to work, got up on Monday morning, and there it was. Glory hold. Right there in the middle of it. All the way outside to get out of bounds and stop the clock. Excellent job. No one told me what to do. Yeah, and somebody's going to get that gobbler at the end of this game, too. Josh Bynes has been coming all night long, but then he pulls out, and, and it's just hard. It's been a while since he's seen a hole that big. He almost didn't know what to do. Got five inches on him, but it's too much. Dolan, it is week four. We are back. You missed a couple weeks. How have you been, man? Oh, dude, it has been a crazy few weeks. Apologize to the league as Vince has been traveling to California to do ayahuasca with Aaron Rodgers. And I was in Lake Powell and running a 100-mile ultramarathon. So... It's also been a little Aaron bonkers. Rogers. Yes, Aaron Rodgers. Somewhere around three in the morning, I was out in the wilderness by myself. Jake Wolf was around there. And I'm pretty sure I saw Aaron Rodgers. I was going to say, I think that was just Jake. <laughs> Do you see? I forget. Someone posted a video and it looked just like Jake. And I forget what it was from. Oh, my gosh, dude. We got to talk about that. It was Eli Manning with some yes. makeup on and trying out for Penn State. Yes, my, yes, yes. So Tommy posted that, which is great, and I agree, and I think all of us agree. It does have a Jake Wolf look. Funnier story than that. Chad Powers. Chad Powers. My wife is watching it on her computer, and my 13-year-old daughter walks up and goes, that looks like Jake Wolf. Like, she had no context of what was going on. She didn't even know it was a fake thing. She was just like, that guy looks like Jake. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. How good. Yeah, how funny. awesome is that? Dude, a lot's happened in the NFL the last couple weeks. I feel yeah. like we haven't talked in six months. Oh, man, two to three weeks, it will turn into that for sure. So I don't know. Do you want to talk like standings, like the fact that the uh, overall team is the Eagles and the Dolphins with three wins each? Or do we want to talk about the fact that like Tua is dead or Dak Prescott? lost his hand what do we want to talk about or like every running back is trash this year oh gosh i regret all of my picks let's start with tua i realize you and i haven't talked about this um obviously both very interested in the medical side of things tua has been put through the ringer the last five days yes and the nfl says they did not fail the concussion protocol after week three and it looked like he was dead because he could barely walk and so i naively said all right well if he's okay i'll start him this week i picked him up off waivers and uh he got me two points he was on waivers he was i grabbed him off waivers started him got two points and now I just hope Tua can one day like see his children because and walk. Yeah, it looks a lot more serious than fantasy football. That dude's hands were like he like went into rigor mortis. He was like a dead animal on the side of the road. It was scary. I've never seen like a I kept calling it a fencing response, but everyone's like, that's not what it is. Like that's whatever. But like that's the worst thing I've seen on a field. Yeah, that was very scary. Yeah, it was uh, pretty gnarly. So let's uh, let's hope Tua is okay. And uh, for our league, he'll probably be on waivers for any of you to pick up because I don't think he's going to play for a few weeks. Question for you, and I don't know if I've brought this up before. Why don't we have an IR spot? Because uh, I've never looked into it, and it just oh. forces us to keep the league a little crazier. The more movement, the better. There's my answer. I made that up. I just made that up, but it keeps the, keeps the league moving. Well, I was looking at my team a little, you know, selfishly. I think I've got like four guys on the IR out. <laughs> just, just doesn't makes your bench really small. Yeah. But I get it. More movement. Keeps it exciting. Keeps it exciting. Other NFL news. You got anything else? Like uh, it's uh, no surprise that the Texans suck, but. There was a lot of excitement about the Las Vegas Raiders, a team that six out of 10 of us went and watched live in the preseason. And whew, they sure did look good in the preseason, beating up on Mac Jones, who was also injured. 
Uh, but the Raiders haven't won a single game. Raiders. 0-3. Oh, 0-3. And, oh, and, and they just got Devontae Adams. Did you see that the last 12 games that Devontae Adams and Derek Carr have played together, Derek Carr's thrown him a touchdown? One? Or at no, least one. At least, okay, that makes way more. Okay. Wow. Okay. All right. Dating back to when they were in college, college. together. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's Love pretty that's pretty good. Um, let's see what other fun things. Our 49ers, we're gonna have a bounce back. We're gonna go 500 this week because we're gonna beat the Rams on Monday night football, right? I sure hope so. Did you see we're favored? By three, right? I thought it was by one move at all. I think it's like one and a half. But wow, the Niners favored against the Super Bowl champions, and the Niners have kind of looked like garbage. Yeah, we have not looked good at all. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, what else? What else? Patriots one and two, bottom of the AFC East. I think you mentioned a team that was – oh, I should probably move over to the NFC. The Eagles, 3-0. and Yeah. It, did anyone expect that other than Gabe? Other than Gabe. Uh, I did put a little money on them to get, like, a total of nine wins this season uh, back in, like, June or July, and I think I'm going to get my money back on that one. Did you bet your house that the Colorado Buffaloes would have less than four and a half wins? Uh, that bet never went through, I guess. Down when we were unfortunate because you'd be a millionaire. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Alex's <laughs> Cowboys, they've got Cooper Rush, bro. He's the real deal. Two game win streak. Do you see yeah. Jerry Jones was talking about, hey, maybe it's good to have some quarterback competition? Quarterback? Like, what? Yeah. So, my chiropractor, he's a uh. He's a Dallas Cowboys fan. I saw him today. He's, his truck is always parked out in front of his office with two giant cowboy stickers on it. So that's how I always know he's in his office. Does he ever I'm touch in. you inappropriately? Um, I mean, I like all touch. Um, right. But he told me, he's like, man, you know, people are saying, people are saying this is kind of like Tom Brady and Drew Bledsoe. And I was like, yeah, probably not. Cooper Rush is probably not like Tom Brady, and I think or, he, or Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, he probably agrees, but uh, he just said that's the talk amongst Cowboys fans. So Alex, and uh, I guess Dan, you're a Cowboys fan now. Um, good luck with your new Tom Brady. That's exciting. Uh, you know who suck? Uh, the Seahawks. Seahawks they really suck. suck. Don't Sorry about that one, Brooks. Brooks, have you picked a new team yet? I no? thought he did. Did he jump ship? He needs to. Or even Jake. He's the Commanders football team Redskins fan. Uh, this week, the yes. Redskins, not Redskins, Commanders and Eagles are supposed to play each other. Spoiler alert. At the end of the pod, I think we should talk about who we should bet some money on. I think the Eagles are. No, wait. The Eagles are not playing. Is it the Cowboys playing? Cowboys are probably playing the Commanders, right? Yeah, Commanders. I got that one mixed up. Yeah, the Eagles just kicked the crap out of the Commanders. Commanders, Cowboys. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Last week that went down. Sorry about that one. Ooh, so Jake versus Dan and Alex. Good luck on that one, guys. Um, how about NFFL news, huh? Like, if you're looking at the teams and the standings in our league, Alex is 3-0, and and I am pretty sure we were not nice to him regarding what we thought his team looked like. I don't think ESPN was nice to him. And he is currently kicking the crap out of all of us with the best record and the best points for. So just How did to- that happen? I'm going to jinx it and just say, Alex, you got this, man. Your team is so good. It's I bet so you win bad. it all, Alex. How did it's it happen? Obnoxious. I think it is the NFL is freaking weird this year. Everything we thought was going to be good is bad. Everything bad is good. 
that would also explain why I am down a huge chunk of change in gambling because I know nothing. Uh, I think you're right. And I kind of teased this at the beginning of the pod. And I was talking to my buddy about this last night. The running backs garbage. in the NFL this year have been garbage. Our league has been built on running backs. It has been for the last 10 years. And this year, that's not the case. Somehow. It's true. And we said Alex had good wide receivers, but was lacking in the running game. And I know. Alex thinks we're like, crapping him on on him and it's like dude we told you exactly the truth your wideouts are good your running backs aren't great it just so turns out that you have really really good wide receivers like we have the pendulum is gonna swing and all is gonna be right in the world it'll come back cowboys are losing this week that's all i know uh oof you think so huh no they're playing the commanders no Cooper Rush is undefeated as a starter. Um, Yeah, dude. I think when you're looking at our team, our team, our league, I think we have four guys who are legit. I know we're only three weeks in. Four guys who are legit. Two guys who are on the bubble. And four of, uh, and I'm going to use the word us. (laughs) Sorry. Four of us, Vince. Who are uh, I'm going to call us bottom feeders right now? So why? I, why? Bye. Well, I'll, I'll tell you why I give us that name. Uh, because these four guys have amazing averages. Alex is averaging 121 a week. Gabe and Tommy are averaging 116 a week, and Matt Defran is averaging 115 a week. So those guys are clear top dogs in the league there's six points separating them they're looking great you're not then, wrong. then you've got dan who's averaging 109 and then here's the tricky one jake who's averaging 105 but is 0 and 3 so he's had some bad luck for sure but dan's averaging 109 jake is averaging 105 so these guys are still averaging over 100 and i think are competitive i'm going to put them there on the bubble or the middle and if I haven't said your name, it's not going to be good. In order of best to worst, you've got Brooks averaging 97 a game. You've got me averaging 95. Vince, we've got you averaging 94. And a huge drop, we've got Derek averaging 87. <laughs> 87? Just 87 in a 5 point touchdown pass and extra uh flex i want to jump over to my other family league and see the teams who are averaging more than that oh standard scoring yeah so really hey brooks vince Derek, we got to step it up we really do other guys you go ahead and fast forward this part of the podcast we got to come together we got to pull some upsets i don't know what to do because there's a good chance once the holidays hit, specifically as we get really close to Christmas, our holidays are potentially going to be ruined because we realize we're going to be in the junk. That happens most years for me. <laughs> so it's it's bad. It's bad. I saw a thing that said, uh, somebody said, hey, Matt, are you the new Derek in the league because of my injuries? And I said, yes. But the thing I don't think I commented on is I think Derek is the new Jake. <laughs> He's 0-3. Like Jake, who's also still Jake. <laughs> Jake at State Farm. Oh, it's bad. It's just, this is bad. We what need terrible. One... We should just stop podcasting. That's I was actually thinking, like, we need at least one guy on the podcast who's stoked about it. Because now it's like, hey Vince, you want a podcast? And neither one of us really do because we hate fantasy football. Last year. I was enjoying it while you hated it, but but right now uh, we need some guests to come on and, and bring the fire. I was just about to say, I was joking with you the other day that we suck at all three phases of football this year, NFL, fantasy, and betting, but it's not really a joke and it's also sad. So, Yeah. Yeah. So whatever it's betting true. advice is given later at the end of this podcast, uh, I encourage you to do the opposite. Yeah, fade us, is what they yeah. would say. 
All right. Well, I got one other thing to talk about before we make some projections. All right. Hit, hit me. As I said, we were going to be um, tracking your bets versus my bets, or I should say projections in the NFFL. Uh, as of right now, I am sitting at three and two. This is simply just based off of week one, since we didn't podcast weeks two and three. Vince, in week one, you went 0 and 5. <laughs> on, 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 whoa, wait. On the NFFL projections. Picks, yeah, at the, yeah. 0 and 5. Yeah, so at the end of the podcast, we, we, we projected who's going to win out of the matchups. Uh, you went 0 and 5. That's hard to do. Yeah, yeah. So, like we said, go ahead and fade anything we say. Wow, that is horrific. <laughs> it's bad, dude. Football makes no sense this year. Football was really cool last year. Oh, let's talk about this year, dude. Should we jump into it? Let's jump into it. We got matchups. We got all the good stuff. Who do you want to touch on first? Oh, you pick who we touch. Well... Let's touch the Cowboys first. Um, that's Gabe, or uh, that's Alex. That's Alex. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're not making NFL picks. Okay, so we're talking about gritty up versus big dig energy. No, 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 no. Nope. Gritty up versus I'm not scared. I'd be scared if I were you, Brooks. <laughs> it's true. Because again, just as a reminder, Alex is averaging 24 points more a game than you right now. So you might want to be scared. All right, let's break it down. Let's start with Brooks. Looking at Brooks's team, uh, he's got Patrick Mahomes going against Tampa Bay's defense. What do you think of that one? Two of the best in the league. Sunday night football. I don't know. How's Patrick Mahomes done this year? I mean, top five at his position. I mean, yeah, yeah he puts up near 20 points every game. Projection kind of makes sense. I mean, I think my gut tells me Alex has the better QB fantasy-wise of, of the two. So okay. I, I give the edge to Alex here. Okay. Um, when you're looking at these uh, running backs, are you super impressed with uh, any of them? Uh, no, no, frankly not. Uh, the Denver Broncos are horrific. Um, the only guy that sees touches there is Cortland Sutton, who I have. Uh, I'm not excited about Rashad Penny. Um, Saquon Barkley has been awesome this year. And I know I talked a lot about him not being able to come back from an injury, but he's had two awesome weeks out of three and he's a top two running back in the league. My only question is, can he sustain that, um, you know, over the duration of the season? And if he can, I think Alex is in a really, really good spot. Okay. But no, to answer your question, I'm not excited by any of them. All right. Now we have, it's our projections that we make might get to cheat a little. Thursday night football has already taken place. And looking at Brooks's team, he's got Tyreek Hill, who put up nearly 16 points, which is exactly what Jamar Chase and Chase Edmonds put up. So right. on that one, advantage Brooks. He's already jumped out to a little bit of a lead. Now, I know Justin Jefferson is playing at uh, the crack of dawn in London. So we're going to be waking it's up to that game against the Saints. And so that's his big star at wide receiver. So a lot can change. But I feel like those London games, just uh, they're low scoring. Yeah, Justin Jefferson um, honestly hasn't been great. He had a great week one against the Packers, and then he had a very pedestrian um, game against the Eagles and the Lions. Bunch of targets, but not many receptions and hardly any fantasy points. I think to your point with London games being low scoring, like can Justin Jefferson break that kind of like London curse? I don't know. I mean, this could be one of the weaknesses for Alex, something that we thought was a strength going into this week's matchup. I do actually think Alex is running into some difficulties there. I, uh, I like Brooks's Broncos defense 
Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. should finally be getting some action. Travis Kelsey, of course, who knows, is going to be a target. And I am jealous of Chris Olave, who is on his team. I know he's not necessarily the greatest thing in fantasy, but I think he's got a ton of potential. Uh, I don't want to get too crazy, but I actually think I'm going to pick Brooks to win this matchup. Oh, you're crazy. You're crazy. Um, man, I think it comes down to do Saquon Barkley and James Robinson have big enough days to, yeah, to offset what Brooks's team's going to do. I'm taking Alex to move to 4-0, but it's going to be close, a lot closer than the 25-point spread we typically see and this eight-point spread we've got right now. All right, so we're split on it. I like it. I'm trying to go 5-0 and this week. <laughs> that doesn't bode well for you, Alex. All right, who are we touching He'll, he'll find something to complain about. He'll complain about me, I'm sure. Let's touch the gallon of Allen. <laughs> oh, gallon of Allen versus the Dirty Bird. So the gallon of Allen, he's two and one, and so is Dirty Bird. I'm going to call this the game of the week, right? One of these guys is moving to three wins, which I realize oh. this is the same thing in the Alex and Brooks game. But this one seems like two teams who are legit competitors for it. No offense to Brooks in that last comment. Uh, I think Tommy and Dan are making runs for it. And if we're looking at the gallon of Allen, of course, he's got Josh Allen, who is the number two, uh, number two, what? Number two quarterback. And then somehow, and I feel like this guy has missed a few big kicks. He has Young Ho Koo, who is the number two kicker in the league. That's huh. Young Ho. Well, he had a massive week one. I think that's really helped him out. Yeah. Week three, he got 12 points. Like he's got, he's got the kicking game figured out. Um, Josh Allen is playing against Baltimore and Baltimore doesn't know how to stop quarterbacks. I think that's going to be a really, really good thing for freaking Dan Apgar. Do you think that game's just a massive shootout? I hope so. I hope so, dude. That could be like the most fun game of the week. What's the spread on that game? Not the spread, the over-under. It's got to be massive. You looking it up? You you look it up. I'm going to jump over and take a look at our good friend, Dirty Bird. Uh, He's got uh, Justin Herbert. And there's no questionable marks here, but we do know that, that he is hurting right now. Um. He's also points is the over under. It's a lot of points. That is a lot of points. It is. Um, Think about that. So Dirty Bird's got Nick Chubb. He's got Joe Mixon. He's got Devontae Adams, Justin Herbert, David Njoku, Jamal Williams, the Cowboys. All of those are top 10 players. So. I uh, kind of really like Tommy's team, to be honest. Hmm. Njoku has done nothing until last week. Okay. It's a no. farce. It's a farce. Um, I really like this, this running back matchup. I mean, I think all their skill position players are legit. Tommy's obviously got Jamal Williams with uh, DeAndre Swift on the bench with a shoulder injury. Sucks for me. Um, and then on Dan's side, we've got Jonathan Taylor, Miles Sanders, Damian Pierce. Everyone's been talking about Damian Pierce, but he's still on the Texans, and the Texans are Texans are trash. So I don't know how much I feel, how good I feel about that. I think this one really comes down to the running back play. And can Nick Chubb match the project production of Jonathan Taylor? Right. And if the answer is yes, Tommy, Tommy bird gets the win. My gut tells me the answer is no. And I'm going with Dan to move to three and one. And I'm going with Tommy to move to three and one. We see nothing the same. This is good podcasting. That's what the people want. This is the best podcasting. This is it. All right. All right. So we've got you on that one. Okay. We got to talk about your game or my game next. 
that way we can keep some uh keep some excitement for other keep the members. listeners keep All the right. listeners the greatest show on paper at one and two ranked eighth in the league versus cookball and torture jr yeah yeah now espn has you losing by six points how do you feel about that one uh i feel good about it jalen waddle put up only 3.9 points last night so uh i felt a lot more confident exiting that game there we go there we go gotta hang your hat on something you do you do and uh you know what i mean this guy uh crooked ball torture has got to be able to fall apart at some point right you'd think so you would think so so he's trotting out jalen hurts Christian McCaffrey, that dude can't stay off the, the injury report. He is questionable. Uh, again, if I were, this is a little pro tip, if I were Gabe, Christian McCaffrey seems like a uh, sell high kind of guy. I'm mm. telling you what to do. That's what I would do. But also, I've lost this thing. So, you know, do with that what you will. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I got to admit, dude. I think I think your team is going to end up better than where it is right now. Uh, so kind of I, you. I do think you probably end the season better than me. I'm not feeling great about my team, to be honest. Wow. All right. Why do you think I'm going to perform well? Why do I think you're going to perform well? Why do I like you? Well, one, I just think you're a nice boy. My mom thinks you're really sweet. So that's, a, that's, that's, that's plus, like all that matters. That's a few points. Um, <laughs> Oh, you've asked the hard-hitting questions. You've got IR players. You've got out players. You actually have pretty crappy matchups this week. Uh, and your only top 10 player is Christian Kirk, who's playing against Philadelphia. And uh, that Slay character does seem to lock him down. So what I'm saying is I like your team more than my team right now. I don't like your team playing against Gabe. I think ah, Gabe's got, got a pretty good team. He's outscoring you by 22 points a week. Uh, I don't think Russell Wilson's going to uh, win you this league. Although I do think I he know. wins against Las Vegas. I think he beats the Raiders. I drafted him thinking he was going to be like my saving grace. Me, I totally <laughs> thought he would be. I know. Well, here's my issue. My top three running backs, two of them have gotten hurt. Austin Eckler has underperformed. I mean, that, that, like, that's the entire story. And DJ Moore, oh, I almost sent you this video. He got interviewed about his like rapport with Baker Mayfield, and you could tell he wanted to just blow up Baker Mayfield in front of the reporters. <laughs> it was so uncomfortable. But, it, you know, it doesn't bode well. So all of my skill position players have underperformed the first three weeks, so it's no surprise that I'm one and two, and frankly, I'm, I'm I'm lucky I got in the win column. Okay. Well, if, if we're looking at ESPN, ESPN says you're going to lose by six, but ESPN doesn't know anything. They said Alex was the worst team in the league after the Yeah, draft. screw you, IBM. Uh, so what do you think is going to happen at the end of this game? I think I'm going to lose. <laughs> so do I. I'm going to take one on the face. Ooh, sorry about that. Do you start to panic at one and three? Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe we're already panicking, you and I sitting at one and two. Yeah, it's one of those things. I was thinking about it recently with moving to Denver and, like, work being really busy. I've, like, not thought as much about how much it sucks to be one and two, which is probably a good thing for my mental health. Oh, nice. I, uh... Life has been insane this month, so I'm October is going to be good. I'm making my comeback. That's my plan. But for sure, like fantasy hasn't been on my mind like it usually is. One of it's being busy. One of it is I think my team might suck, and so it's just not as fun to think about. Oh yeah, I mean this that was me every week last <laughs> year. Oh bummer. All right, well, uh, Gabe, congrats on going three and one. Yeah, I think Gabe wins by double digits. Ooh, double digits. I like it. Well, ooh, Tua just tweeted. Let's see what he said. I don't know. Yeah. Don't worry, Matt Dolan. 
I'll be back next week to score you 40 points like I did in week two for the waivers. All right. He has a little cool little graphic. It says, I want to thank everyone for all of their prayers and support since the game last night. It was difficult to not be able to finish the game and be there with my teammates, but I'm grateful for the support and care I received from the Dolphins, my friends and family, and all the people have reached out. I'm feeling much better and focused on recovering so I can get back out on the field with my teammates. Hashtag TT for G. Hashtag fins up. Okay. Okay. So he's, uh, he's not suing uh, McDaniel. That's what I got from it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. That's a, a good idea. All right. Well, so he's going to play. Or he's so you're not, saying there's a chance. Not he's alive. Be. That's all that matters. That's what you started this podcast saying. I hope he survives. And now you're worried if he's playing. Good to know yeah. where your head's at. Do, well, it's the progression. He's he's alive. So we got to move to the next thing. Right. Oh, it's like the dude. stages of grief. There's yeah. probably stages to concussion protocol. Yeah. Which one are you at? Which alive? we don't know if he has a concussion. It could be an ankle injury. We're not sure. Or a broken heart you need to back the otomy i broke my back deshaun watson knows all about those oh yeah all right let's talk about my game versus jake this is uh i'm gonna call this the jake of the week game one of us is gonna be the bigger jake jake sorry about being mean but you know you've won that trophy three times i've won it twice holy t higgins yeah 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 Dude, T. Higgins gets me 18 points last night, and Evan McPherson with that 57-yard bomb of a kick gets me 11. Put that on the kicking corner. Uh, but, bro, Tua gets me 2.4, so I think that evens things out. ESPN actually thinks I'm only going to get 100 points. Hmm. <laughs> but that's probably enough. It's true because – I don't know. I, to be fair, Jake is averaging 105 points a week. He's just had really tough matchups. I still have Darren Waller. Um, I like to think Alan Lazard is about to start picking things up. Um, but I'm also hearing a lot of things about that other dude, Dubes or whatever his name is, that other wide receiver in Green Bay. Romeo Dubes. Dubes, yeah. Question so, for you. Mm-hmm. Question for you. We left... Vegas. And I think a lot of people were thinking, like, damn, Dolan's got a great team. Look at all these running backs. How you feeling about your running back situation now? Oh, you know, you got Alvin Kamara, who I think I took in the first round. He's the 56th running back. And then the next round, I grabbed James Connor. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the 32nd running back. And then my keeper, Derek Henry. Thankfully, he is the 12th running back. But I grabbed some top running backs, and uh, they're really not playing out for me at all, dude. I mean, Kamara has 9.9 total points this year. In two games played. Yeah, he's played two of them. It's bad. I That's what I'm saying, man. All these really good running backs are are injured or like they're in really weird situations where they're, they have like such inconsistent quarterback play that I think is a big part of it. Now they're trotting out Andy Dalton. I was actually going to text you today. I was like, hey, I think that kind of bodes well for Alvin Kamara this week if he plays. Because mm. um, he's more of like a, in my opinion, a check down guy, um, game manager versus like a Jameis Winston who just tries to throw it really far. Yeah. Well, but you're right. The, Tough situation. On the other side, we've got. Uh... Big Dig Energy, who uh, hopefully doesn't listen to this podcast or check anything, because right now he does have Amon Ra St. Brown still in his lineup, who's projected to get zero points because he's out with an injury. say that? Ah, I don't know. I'd like to think this guy checks his stuff. Um, so, no? Well, that ankle sprain, it's going to cause some problems. But the weird thing top is... top five wideout. Holy moly. He is, dude. And then he's got Diggs, who's a number two wideout. And, of course, he's got a great kicker in Daniel Carlson, the number three kicker. But the rest of Jake's team is not something necessarily to brag about. He's got Tom Brady, who's number 27. Najee Harris, who's 22. Kareem Hunt, 15. J.K. Dobbins, who's 74. Like, Jake's team is a little bit on the struggle bus as well. 
a couple of struggle busters. Yeah. I don't, here's my here's my oh go ahead if you got uh, a thought. I was just gonna ask, does he start Jared Goff against the Niners or Tom Brady against the Chiefs? He's got two quarterbacks. Which one? Which one you do mean you mean Jared do? Goff against the Seahawks? Yep, Jared Goff doesn't play for the Rams. That's my bad. Nope. Um yeah, so here's my thought. If Tua had more than two points. I would feel much, much better about saying you're going to win. I think it's tough when the guy that you expect to put up 20 points every game pretty much doesn't play. Yeah. And that's really, really tough to come back from. Uh, the thing that's kind of crazy is that I think you're still projected to outscore Jake. That is on ESPN. That's true until he replaces St. Brown. Uh, but only the guys that he would replace him with. All right, maybe he passes you up. Yeah, but I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be close, and I think if his players just play to their potential <laughs> and score more points than my team and put in the work every single day, Jake is going to get in a win column. Oh, big wins for Jake. That said, this week is not the week that Jake gets in the win column. Whoa. The win's going to Dolan. Whoa, you and me, we finally agree on something. I think I'm going to scrape by. Whew, it's going to be point. less than three points. Gonna okay. Be tight. Okay, I like it. I agree. It's going to be a close one. And what's going to happen, I already know it. Jake is going to listen to this. He's going to overthink who he's supposed to put in the lineup. He's going to choose the wrong one. I hope you screw up at quarterback because I sure did. Oh, dude, if Jake, if I can beat you with my 2.42 points, oh, it's going to feel good. That also means. little side bet. If you win, you should have to buy it. Well, someone should purchase you a Tua jersey. <laughs> Maybe a Mike McDaniels jersey. Can I get one of those? I mean, the Dolphins are our second favorite team. Oh, man, they're so exciting. Okay, does that leave one game left here for us to pick? Uh, Heroes work here. Yep, that's it. It is the favorite child in the DeFrancisco family game of the week. Older brother versus younger brother. You've got Matt DeFrancisco, who is a great team, putting up 115 points a week. Against Derek, who is a hero, and he does work at hospitals uh, in Florida. So go check on Tua for us, buddy. Dude, um, how's Derek in? Is he in Florida? Is he close to the hurricane? Derek, give us an know. update. Derek, we want some excitement. It looks gnarly on the internet. Yeah. The Was internet's actually, scaring me. Is yeah. your family okay? Well... <sighs> Hopefully they're doing more okay than his team because right now Matt is outscoring him by 28 points a week. That is a lot of points per week. And ESPN has Matt projected to win by seven. Let's take a look at these two teams and see if there's anything we can do to convince ourselves that Derek has taken the dub. I mean, let's put the effort in. He's got the Buccaneers defense. They're the second best defense in the league except they have to play Patrick Mahomes this week. That's a bad idea. That's probably going to change their stats, huh? Props. He's got Aaron Jones. I think Aaron Jones is going to get a lot of play this week, so that's fun. But well, he also Matt's has... got A.J. Dillon. Ah, ooh. I still think Aaron Jones is getting a little more action than Mr. Dillon. Um, he's got, we're rooting for you, Derek. We are, you got Debo Samuel, you got George Kittle. We got some 49er action on Monday night. So I am rooting for Derek's players and Derek's team to find a win this week, but, um, we're not making projections quite yet. And we do need to talk about, uh, about Matt's team. What do you like about, uh, the don't touchdown here who already has 22 points from Joe Burrow? Uh, there are two things that I like about Matt's team. And one of them is Cooper Cup. 
dude is a touchdown machine. I feel oh. like any time touchdown in that game for Cooper Cup against the Niners, easy money. Uh, and then the second one, Mark Andrews. You that guy that. is a touchdown no- machine. Number one tight end in the league right now. And by like a long shot, right? By a long shot. He has over 200 yards the past two weeks three touchdowns and nearly 40 fantasy points yeah last week put up 20.9 like that this was like gronk back in the day kelsey back in the day like he is the automatic kind of outlet for lamar jackson unreal yeah uh defense team matt defense team is looking good number four quarterback Number four running back, number four wide receiver, number one tight end, and the number six running back. Like he is, his team is pretty stacked. When your weak link is Ezekiel Elliott, you're doing okay. True. You're uh, not wrong about that. No injured players, no suspended players. He's got Cordero Patterson, but he's supposed to play. He's questionable, but I bet he makes it out there. Oh, good mother. Uh, I think DeFran might be really trying to make a run for to get his name on the trophy for a second time. He wants Wait, to which get one. Oh, good point. Well, one of those has not got his name on it, so I'm going to let you do some deductive reasoning. I honestly don't remember. Derek has never been on the trophy. Matt has. That's right. He's the middle middle of the pack for that. Derek's been a bad spot, my guy. He's been been to the playoffs once in nine years. But he's also never won uh, the booty, this or the junk. This could be his year as he's currently averaging 87. And uh, this week's projections, I uh, I'm thinking uh, DeFran wins this one uh, handily, beating up his brother by more than double digits and uh Derek goes to 0 and 4 and Matt is up there tied for first at 3 and 1 or so. I agree. Mm. Okay. I agree. So as a quick recap, here we go. Uh Vince and I both have Matt Di Francisco beating Derek. We are split when it comes to Tommy versus Dan. We both have Gabe beating Vince. I have Brooks pulling off a huge upset over Alex, while my friend Vince here is keeping it chalky and believes that Alex is going to move to 4-0. Not a crazy pick on his part. You might actually get that one right. And then we are both saying that I sneak by Jake by less than three points. Those are the projections going into it. Ooh, here we go. There we go. Let's get excited for this week. We got a game in London, 7.30 a.m. my time and your time here in Colorado, 6.30 a.m. for you West Coast folk. Get up early for that one. Wake uh, up. It's game day, baby. Anybody, uh, any games you want to bet on this week? Oh, man. Yeah, I'm we sure- said we were going to talk about that. <laughs> it's okay i kind of like the titans just so bad at it the titans so spread titans plus three and a half against uh matt ryan and the colts right oh, really yeah dude titans plus three and a half where are they playing because the colts are bad bad yeah they stink. yeah so i is that is that some easy money right there this feels like a Like a Titans plus 155 money line. I like doing like game result plus touchdown score. You get Derrick Henry minus 18. And this is terrible podcasting. And Texans or the Titans to win. 10 bucks wins 27 bucks. Oh, I kind of love it. I kind of love it too. Uh, I'm also looking at just a simple two-game parlay. Uh, doesn't seem too crazy. Adjust it. I'm going to say the Eagles. 
nothing about our parlays are simple just so we're all on the same page yeah they they always lose but the eagles are going to beat the jaguars so i'm going to adjust it instead of going money line i'm just going to go minus one for the eagles and i think the packers are going to beat the crap out of the patriots with brian hoyer so packers minus three and uh you slap yourself in there for twenty dollars you walk away with uh, a 36 dollar payout nothing that exciting but that is my in theory easy bet of the week lock of the week whatever you want to call it lock of the week i like it what else do we have a couple locks we talked through the games we recapped the nfl over the last seems like a month might be all we've got that's all we got for this short podcast late in the week we got to pump this sucker out so people can listen to it on saturday before the games kick off on sunday Let's go. Thanks for being here. Enjoy college football, dude. You're the man, Vince. See you next week. Welcome to week four of Jake's Kicking Corner. There has been a few stories to talk about from the first weeks of the NFL kicking world. For years and years, Minnesota has been a place of kicking woes. Playoff dreams die there, and they have always had a weak kicking game. And now with the PAT moved to the 33-yard line for a while, you just never know what you're going to get there. And that was just the case last week when Greg Joseph and the Vikings faced off against the much-improved Lions. And if you ask me, I think Jared Goff has finally accepted that he's in Detroit, and that's why they're doing so well this year. Denial is a real biatch. And I would know because I think that's how people get the junk trophy two years in a row. Just saying. Anyways, so during the game, Joseph missed two field goals. And I'm sure right at the end when Kirk Cousins put the Vikings ahead with less than a minute to go, they were nervous to see Joseph step out on the field. But he nailed his PAT. And then it was Seibert with the Lions who couldn't seal the deal, taking all the pressure and all the problems off of Joseph's back for at least another week for his his two missed field goals. Maybe, just maybe, Minnesota is cursed. He's cursed. What? It's true. Why is this the first time I'm hearing about this? Well, I think it has a lot to do with grown men being embarrassed to admit that they believe in all these... Voodoo, voodoo, juju business. Hey, I don't believe it. Okay, good. Me and you, we're going to go look in that room. No. Why not? Because. No. Oh, yeah. Hey, fellas. I think the only way to know if the curse has been lifted or not, we need to ask the spirits for a sign. Oh, spirits. Speak to us. Well, I guess the spirits have spoken. There is not much hope in Minnesota. Maybe one day they'll break their curse. I don't know what they need to sacrifice. Maybe they need to throw out a big barefoot claw or something. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways. I'll tell you where there's not a curse. Kansas City, where the beef is, what's for dinner? When top man Harrison Bucker took himself out in week two during the opening kickoff of all things, their safety, Justin Reed, stepped in, didn't even miss a beat. He kicked a PAT, no problem. And then he bombed a kickoff through the uprights. Kickers don't even do that. And this guy totally comes in and crushes it. After the game, he said that the Chiefs might need to renegotiate his contract, and rightfully so. I mean, kickers are cut left and right. At least he's got a backup job in case it doesn't work out. So, now I've brought up the name Cade York before. He's the only rookie that was drafted this last year, and he's had some pretty good highs and lows already this year. I guess that's to be expected when you're playing on the Browns. And you know what they say up there. Happy Easter anyways. 
In week one, York kicked a game-winning field goal to help them spoil Baker Mayfield's homecoming. And in week two, he missed a PAT, which put them behind up by a point and cost the Browns a chance to take the Jets to OT. I think this game shocked a lot of people, including Joe Flacco himself, who hasn't won a game in, I don't know, forever maybe. As a result of the miss kicked, Cade York was treated colder than a witch's titty in a brass bra. Tell you what, it wasn't pretty. He hasn't secured his place in Cleveland folk- folklore yet, but he's certainly on his way because it doesn't take much in a place like that. And now, I'm calling out Dan. What are you freaking cooking? I mean, your hair is good looking, but... You drafted the top kicker in the league, Evan McPherson, and then you just drop him like he's a homeless man getting off the bus? You gave him boot. It wasn't even like it was a bye week or anything. You just threw him out there, and then Dolan picks him up, and I'm facing him this week. You know how I feel about that? Well, it's not pretty. I think you're a jackass. You suck, you jackass. Why don't you... Yeah, you suck, jackass. You ruined Aaron McPherson's life and all of ours too. If I was Ken Dorsey, I'd smash a tablet because I'm so disgusted. What, are you trying to like create a challenge for yourself? Are you trying to do something no one else has done? This is not safe, but taking on a challenge is a lot like riding a horse. And if you're comfortable while you're doing it, you're probably doing it wrong. Dan, I think you're doing it wrong. But that's also coming from a guy who's won the junk two years in a row. So, whatever. This week, I'm calling out the matchup of the week between the two top kickers. Matt Dolans, Evan McPherson, already has 13 points on the board. My kicker, Dan Carlson, the number three kicker in the league, he's going up against, I think he's got a good chance. I think it's going to be a high-scoring kicking game, and I'm already ready to outdo yours, Matt, so suck it. So remember, from Jake's Kicking Corner, kick him high and kick him deep, or don't kick him at all.